You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 916-909-1320. Our brother Manny. Haven't heard from Manny in a while. Hey, Manny, what's good, guy. baby? What's up, guys? How y'all feeling? We good, man. He was good, man. It's good to hear from man, you, bro. Congrats to you. You're a princess daddy now. <laughs> you know Absolutely. It's a totally different feel, but, man, you're going to have so much fun, man. Oh, man, I, I'm already having a blast. So can we talk about how likable this team is? Like, this, it's not just about being a good team. Like, look, you guys know I'm a Bulls fan, and I, I don't really connect with that team. That I, I, I'm going to root for them no matter what, but mm-hmm. – I have. I'm actually more excited for the Kings. Just watching them play, the smiles. Everyone seems to enjoy each other. Everyone's diving. If sometimes some guys don't play and they're just sitting there cheering on the bench, and then when they do get minutes, they make the most out of it. It's like, oh no, there's just this infectious feeling about this team that no matter what, they're just fun to watch uh, collectively. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. This is a this is a fun team to watch. Um, the energy that this team has is is something that that captivates you when you watch them. Yeah. They play with they play with an energy, and I think a lot of that goes to um, obviously you know the guys they have starting Fox and Sabonis is is phenomenal with what he does on, on the floor with passing the basketball and things of that nature. But I give a lot of the credit for that. We talked about a little bit during the break to Malik Monk and Terrence Davis. Those guys, and, and I'll put Davion in there too. Yeah. Those guys are are fun. They yeah. give a level of, dare I say, showtime that this team hasn't had in recent memory. Mm-hmm. We got alley-oops. We got people trying to dunk on people. We we got st- like we haven't had that in a while. Guys that do that, and they they bring a different energy to this team that uh, lights up that arena. And then obviously the Sacramento Kings crowd. And, and the Golden One Center is the the setting, the 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 ultimate setting for what's going on. Because I, you were there, I'm watching on on the screen. It looked like a madhouse at tip out, tip off. Mm-hmm. Like they were ready to go. Yeah. And in the first quarter, when they went up 15 or whatever, they was blowing the roof off then. And you know how that arena is. There's so much to do there. There's so much food. There's so many drinks. There's so much wandering. There's so much standing you can do. Mm-hmm. Because of the circumstances of last night's game, they were ready for the introductions. Mm. There were far more people in their seats last night when the starting lineups were announced than they'll probably be the rest of the season. Because, mm. again, there's so much to do there. There's so many things you want to do before you get go sit down. They was in there. Yeah, They was in there. They was yeah. ready for that. I was actually texting with Jill Adge before the show started about how much – I genuinely love this team. Yeah, like there's so many. There isn't a guy on this squad that I don't like. Rashawn doesn't even play, man. I love Rashawn Holmes. Yeah, you know there are guy like I just there. I I really like everyone on this team. I like the coaching staff. Yeah, you know I like watching those guys. Like I love watching 
you know, Shane and Barbosa and, and, and D.C. working Sabonis before the mm-hmm. game. If you ever get to a game early, Sabonis is one of the last guys on the court. If you ever get the opportunity to see him work, they kick his ass before the game starts. Mm-hmm. Like, they make him work. And it's it's something to see. Like, he's getting beat up. by, And they're all having fun, but he is getting – they're he's they're Shane is trying to keep him from scoring mm-hmm. um and it's it, I just I just I absolutely love this squad oh uh, let's get Chicago in here real quick Shot town what's happening baby what's happening what's happening fellas what's up Shot town what's up baby nothing much man welcome back congratulations on the baby girl thank you my man quick question though what did you name her Ryan R H Y A N Ryan Ryan Patrice Caraway. It's my That's baby what's girl. up. That's a beautiful it, name. Bro. It was, in fact, not the baby, uh, <laughs> as I suggested on Monday. They did not. That they was did funny. not. They I did got, not go got, with the baby Caraway. <laughs> hey, I was thinking of Kiki Caraway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, I went to the game last night, and 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 I went because uh, D'Lo threw it out there real fast yesterday. Like, yeah, James Ham will be here in a minute. He's at the shoot around with Fifty Cent. I'm like, huh? 50 Cent. Oh, I said, kids, we going to the game. So uh, <laughs> we went and had a very, very good time, man. And that's everybody that's calling in, shout out to TC, Happy Ass Leezy, everybody else that called. <laughs> Everybody's saying exactly what I wanted to say. You saying showtime. It feels like that, man. It feels like anybody that got the ball, we want to see them play. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know how you could be like, oh, no, don't pass the ball. This man. <laughs> Everybody that touched the ball is exciting to watch, you know, and I really was happy for Harrison Barnes. He was getting down, man. That's 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 who we going to need to get to that Western Conference Finals. Ooh. Ooh. Right, what talk about Chi-Town? Talk that talk. Talk that talk, Chi-Town. Western Conference Finals. <laughs> All right, Chicago, we appreciate you, baby. I was about to say. Shot town my man, we appreciate you. Uh, 50 was courtside last night. Did you, did you meet 50? I did not. You could have talked about the interview you had with him back in the day. I will not <laughs> do that. Hey, 50, remember, remember, um, Remember in Las Vegas, we were talking, and then you called like two weeks later. <laughs> no, that'll never, never be brought up. Which, but, but remind me, at three fifty-six, we need to have a conversation, you and I. Oh, oh yeah. There's, 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 there's moves to be made, uh, and our girl <laughs> KMB is on board. Olivia set to join us. Let's coming go, Kings. Up here. Let's go. <laughs> we, you know what I was looking at is um, uh, I was going through some Instagram stuff yesterday, and th- there's only two NBA teams that he signed on with. What's the other? The Pacers. <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't know that. First, and I don't. And, 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 and the, the, now that I think, of it, it's weird because he has the he, he had the Astros, mm-hmm. he had the Texans, he must have had the Rockets, and I just missed it. But he had a lot of Houston. Yeah, I, remember, I remember a Rocket situation, and then he had Sacramento and in, in Indiana. Wow. That's pretty funny, man. You got Sacramento and Indiana. And it's funny, he, he be, I haven't paid attention. Maybe he does the same thing with the Pacers. But ever since he linked up with Vivek, mm-hmm. he was repping the Kings hard mm-hmm. over the summer. He was in the New York streets in a Kings jersey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he, know. I mean, he was greeting Kings fans. It's not like he was, you know, he, he was he was over there with Vivek yeah. Corsai, but, like, people came over to, to, to see him and, 
I know he took at least a couple of pictures. I know he lit the beam at the end of the mm-hmm. uh, at the He'll at the back. end of the night. Oh, he's he's gonna be back. He'll be back. I mean, you can't do a show right now. It was I. I had to stop at Estelle's and get some coffee. I was freezing was yesterday. Cold. Oh, I was so cold walking into that arena. I was like, I need some coffee. I, I told uh, they can't you, do an outside concert with Fifty Cent right now. It's, no, it's, no, it's no, too you cold. Can't, you can't. It's too cold. I was, I was. Uh, you probably saw the same tweet from Trista when she was just getting fillers out there. She's like, Yo, what's the what's the weather like in, in Sacramento in the winter? In the winter, and I thought, you know, I had the, the right one. It's chilly in the daytime, and it's brick. At night, <laughs> I, I I felt like it's cold at night. Once the sun goes down, I felt like Kenny in the studio last night as I was leaving. I was like, man, it, this is too much out here. You see, I had to come with the bubble jacket today, boy, and the hoodie. Mike Brown said, um, Mike Brown said before the game yesterday, he wanted Malik Monk to get recognition for mm. Sixth Man of the Year. It was very literally the first thing he said. Mm. He sat down and he said, "Y'all need to start talking about Malik Monk." as the sixth man of the year. Mm. And this is coming off the heels of a, 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 you know two of the last three games. He had a 27 uh, and a 30-point performance. And then last night, he had another 20-point performance. That bench was phenomenal. I can't sing the praises of Chemezi Metu enough. Oh, my gosh. Metu just keeps playing well every single time. Shout out to Freeport. Yeah, Freeport was a guy I think a lot of people were like, look, we kind of know what we have. And and that's an eye-opening talent evaluation moment for me because it was like, yeah, we knew what we had in Chemezi Metu with Luke Walton and Alvin Gentry as the head coach. Mm-hmm. You got to give some of these guys an opportunity to to play a different system under a different coach. Yep. And even with Chemezi, it took like a little bit. And he got an opportunity, and shout-out to Freeport for getting an opportunity against, I think it was the Warriors, if I remember correctly. Yep. Uh, and then James posted a video where everybody was evaluating his body language, and he ain't missed since. He's, he, he, he's been a such, contributor ever since then. He's played such good basketball in his role. You know what I mean? He is. He has been a star in his role. You know, was like, I think that was Bill yeah. Belichick who talked about it. He he has mm. epitomized that. Every time he's out there, he's making impact plays that don't have to do with scoring. I mean, the way he attacks the offensive boards from time to time. He's got the whole thing with you know rolling to the basket and, and looking for the lob, being available for that. He's got that down right now defensively he's doing a great job of doing the best he can to be somewhat of a rim protector and, and, yeah. and kind of alter shots. Freeport is playing phenomenal right now. Uh, Mike wanted 40-plus three-point attempts last night. You wanted 12-plus makes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you both got what you asked for, 16 of 43 um, for the Sacramento Kings from three last night. That's good for 37 Point two percent. This is on the heels three game losing streak, and all three games it was nine, nine, and nine. In none of those three games did they hit the forty point marker. Shoot in the Phoenix game, and this is a credit to them, in my opinion, because they found something else that was working yeah. and stopped shooting the three. They were nine for twenty five uh, from three, and you know that was a game in which they were very, very competitive and against the teams, the, the 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 Western Conference's top team, they just fell short. Yeah, and and to me, that's. That that's their identity this year. That's three. who they are. They they've got to be a team that hits the three ball. And I looked at these losses, and I just it, it, while I was watching it, it was the fact that they couldn't make it right. Like they were shooting and they couldn't make the three. And I was like, damn, they they not hitting the three ball right now. They're not hitting the three ball. And then I looked a little bit more into the numbers, and for what they were doing earlier in the season, I was like, bro, they're not taking them. Yeah. Like, shoot the three. This is your identity. This is who you are. 
You know, you are an explosive offensive team, and you are super aggressive shooting the three ball. And I, I understand completely people who say don't fall in love with the three and, you know, look to attack. There's a balancing act that you have to do. But you also got to realize who you are, and that's part of your identity. And I know a lot of people, and I understand it. I get it. You know, when I mentioned that after the Phoenix game, I was like, look, they're not, they're not hitting the three ball right now. Like, that's, to me, that's why they've lost these last three games. Well, Boston, it just kind of got ran over. But Atlanta and Phoenix, that was why they weren't winning, in my opinion. And people were like, oh, they need a rim protector. They need to play defense. Yeah, they, they need to play defense. They need to be better on defense. But the way I look at it is they're never going to be what people want on the defensive end. That's not how this team is built. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you continue to strive to get better. But privately, if I'm Mike Brown and Jordy Fernandez and D'Lo and Casey and we're talking, look, we know this isn't, this isn't a top 10 defense. This isn't a top. They can be better than 27th. Like, they can they're probably. moving on up. Will yeah. Z said they're moving on up. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they can be better, but that's not who they are. But the three-point numbers, that is, that's not who we are. And that's more important right now. We have to put pressure on these guys offensively to help our defensive uh, issues as well. So I was glad to see them get back to it. Katie talked about it on the broadcast. She said the same thing where she talked to, I think, Jay Triano. I can't remember. But one of the assistants, and she was like, he was like, yeah, we want to get 40 up. And I think they got like 11 up in the first quarter. Yeah. <laughs> they Yeah, they had, um, oh, what was the number? I think it was like 26. There was a, it was a I, I, why do I always do that like I don't have the game book over here directly to my right but I, I remember looking like man it feels like they're getting up a lot of threes and I, I think the number at the end of the first half mm-hmm. uh, was twenty six mm. and it was not it was twenty eight mm. they had gotten twenty eight threes up in the first half that's what I'm talking about um, and I apologize to Mike Brown and Malik Monk I didn't mean to gloss over Malik so quickly and start talking about Shemezi Metu. <laughs> Malik's performances and the way he ignites that second unit is becoming very, very regular. Phenomenal. He's doing a phenomenal job. He is he is pretty much everything I thought he was going to be out of college. Now, it took him a while to get to this point. You and that's know, okay. Had, yeah. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to Jazz last night. She was like, how old is he? He's 24. Yeah. <laughs> like he's – him, Fox, these other guys – it feels like they've been around for a long time because we've seen them for a while, but these guys are still 23, 24 years old. Terrence Davis, I think, is 25 mm-hmm. or something like that. Like These guys are still relatively young, and they're finding their way in the league. And I thought last year, I saw it a little bit the year before last year, but definitely last year I thought Monk was starting to understand who he was going to be in this league and kind of working through some things. And that was another reason why I was so excited to get him here in Sacramento because I felt like, oh, okay, He's he's starting to figure it out, and man, oh man, is he the the shot making, the playmaking, the energy? He's been phenomenal for these Kings. If you're just tuning in, man, you are tuning in. He has been <laughs> sensational. Uh, if you're just tuning in, you are tuning in at the right time. Olivia Christian going to join us here uh, in just a second. Deuce and Mo right after that. Matt George in the go home hour of the show. Much more ahead here on Sacramento Sports Leader, Steele McCasey on ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better, because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and Casey continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on YouTube as well, youtube.com slash ESPN1320. If you're watching right now, uh, hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button. Of course, if you miss any part of the show and you want to catch up later, YouTube is a great way to do it. You can check out the D-Lo and Casey podcast, available wherever you get podcasts from, on Apple, Spotify. I appreciate everybody posting their uh, Spotify year-end recaps that show D-Lo and Casey and Deuce and Moe and Locked On Kings and all of that good stuff, man. man. Yeah, we greatly appreciate you as we welcome in our 1320 host and contributor and the host of the game last night, Kep, Olivia Christian. <laughs> Olivia, how you? come on, man. Are you feeling good today? You got to be feeling good today. Uh, I am. I am. I'm so excited to be on the day after such an exciting win. This is so fun. Now, now I got to ask you, Olivia, did you – I know you're not necessarily a Kings fan, but how did you feel going into that game? I mean, you, I mean, I think you like the Kings, but you're a Warriors fan. We've talked about this. You're a Warriors fan, all right? You're a King. It's like it's like me and the Knicks. She's a Kings supporter. I'm a Knicks supporter. I like the Knicks, but I'm a, I'm a Kings fan. Same thing with okay. her and the Warriors. Warriors and the Kings. All so, right. There's nothing wrong with I'll that. Take that. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, but did you did you have the same feelings that say I had going into that game last night? Where I was like, Yo, I, I need this one. I need to beat Indiana. I need to lock up Tyrese. I need all of that. Did you have the same feelings? I Similar feelings. I didn't feel like we needed to do anything particularly special because of Tyrese. 
Um, you know, what's funny about all of this is like women are often talked about being so emotional. We're so emotional. You can't put them in stressful situations. They can't be president because they're so emotional. I'm like, look at all these men out here. This is like a, the longest breakup Tyrese has probably ever experienced. Still talking about it, going through them. And then we're retaliating. Like, let's just let it go. We've all moved on to better partners that bring out better things out of us. Let's move on from this. Um, but in terms of must win, yes. And I think the theme for me has always been like, I, I feel like the Kings, there are a number of teams that you have to beat and beat them in a resounding fashion mm -hmm. to make a statement and to better position yourself um, with the NBA community to get calls, to get, you know, respect. And so last night's game, I thought they had to win for sure. And they needed to win in a particular type of fashion. And they did it last night. They ran them up. They played well as, as, as individuals and collectively. And it was just so much fun to watch and see the progress as the season has gone on. And, oh, I think that's the thing, you know, Kenny and I were talking about just a second ago is especially compared to recent years, how fun this team is to watch. Like they're a really likable group of guys and they're just really fun to watch play basketball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I made a couple of notes about <laughs> Domas and Malik both skipping to the sidelines after they both made yeah. really great moves. Like Domas had a particular assist and then they called a timeout and he's just like, we're off to see the wizard just yeah. skipping over to the side. I'm like, oh, that's so great. Malik made an amazing dunk in the fourth quarter that took the lead to 30 and he just, we're off to see the wizard skipping over to the sideline. Like, yeah. oh my goodness, the Man, amount of joy. Golden one center became the yellow have. brick road. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, when Malik did it, uh, the Pacers didn't call timeout. <laughs> he turned That's around right. like, oh, I thought y'all called a timeout. That's right. That's right. Oh, but man. But it's, like, it's, it's clear they're, in, they're enjoying the process, even the process of being coached, right? You know, some players look at when the coach pulls them over, like, you need to be doing this better. They're like, whatever, man. I know what I'm doing. Okay. They sit down on the, on the bench in a huff. But Mike Brown has them dialed in. He, they all look like they want to be better. They're ready to be coached. So they're excited by being corrected. They're communicating to each other and correcting each other. And it's all joy and it's all love, really. Yeah. And it's really contagious. I mean, I'm watching from L.A. on my home on my couch and I'm like, God, I wish I was at Golden One right now. It looks it so late. fun to be in that atmosphere. And I, I'm excited for the fans. I'm excited for the team, obviously. Um, it's just so fun to see those guys playing with so much joy. Yeah, The massive refs you suck channel was. <laughs> Look at me started on those guys. That man. was thunderous last night. I can't believe they called that a flagrant on That's uh, crazy. on Malik. That that's, that's crazy. That I don't do I don't I don't know. You do you get fined for flagrants cuz that's one they got. You can't take that man's money for that foul. Yeah, I think you I think you think you do. It's a flagrant one. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you get fined for a flagrant. That was one, that, was, that terrible. was that was a terrible call. That was terrible. And the crowd let them know that. It was a terrible call, but I mean like the injury, that's super scary. I don't know why you don't have a mouthpiece in. If you're a big guy down there, like don't you put in the mouthpiece so you don't bite your tongue? Yeah, you you but, should. Uh, in 2022, yeah, you 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 wear a mouthpiece. You 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 should, but that's not what should influence a call though. The re, like right, the, the, right. the reaction shouldn't or the 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 consequence shouldn't influence right. the call. Like it happened, it sucks, but that that was part of the game. It's not Mike Malik hit him with a you know a Tyson in eighty eight to under his jaw. Like that's not what happened. Right. And what, what made it even worse? Or a Doug Christie and you well, know there's well, always that. Oh three. Oh three. Uh, didn't hit him with uh, that. What made it even worse was he didn't even make the call until the Pacers went crazy. Yeah. Like then oh the uh, yeah well hold on whoa whoa wave it off wave it off flavor foul 
Offensive foul. Like, stop, bro. Stop. These refs, are, they're getting worse by the day. It's embarrassing. Well, that's what I mean. Like, the refs are human. They are re- they respond to what sometimes. Obviously, they're not supposed to. But they respond sometimes to crowd pressure. And um, that's why I was talking about the necessity of starting off the season in a position to get respect and to get calls. Because if you're, you know, if you're Kings teams of old and you're likely going to lose or lose it in the end, you're not going to get the refs to to really pay close attention and not be responsive to the other bench, the other's bench uh, trying to recruit you into a call. Now, of course, it still happens. There are a number of calls that Domas gets that are just like ghost calls. Mm. Like he wasn't even over there or he just turned around and like, oh. So we're still fighting through that. But um, it's, it happens in every league, honestly. It's just like a Tom Brady thing, roughing the passer. If he gets up oh, and he's man. angry and the crowd's yelling, yeah. referees throw the flag. So, mm. um, But that's what you get when you're a Tom Brady or you're, you know, you're LeBron James. And that's why the Kings have to, in my opinion, keep, keep continuing to win those games that they're supposed to win. So when they're playing those teams that it's you know, 50-50, it's iffy, we'll see what happens, then they're better positioned to get some calls when it comes to crunch time. Who do you think the team's best player is right now? I know we, we we love the the squad as a whole, and we just you know we talked about how great they're playing together. But do you think you can pinpoint who is the team's best player right now through twenty games? Oh gosh, the best player right now is I think Malik. Mm. He just comes in and he changes. I mean, obviously, De'Aaron Fox is the franchise guy. Domas changed the chemistry of the team when he came in midseason last year, but. I feel like Malik's energy and even TD, like how they come in off the bench speaks so much to the effort that is executed by all the other players when they're playing high, which is always right. I don't think there's a game that we can point to and say like, well, he was off that night. If he's not making shots, if he's not hitting threes, if not throwing down dunks, he's doing it on the defensive end. So I just think he is so important. And the six man is always important on every team. And I think Malik has really stepped into that role, stepped into his game, found a team where he could be himself and thrive. And he loves what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You can tell that he loves the way that he's contributing. And it means so much to this team for him to be able to get subbed in and to not miss a step. And if anything, maybe add to the lead that they already have. So. Yeah. And that way, in that regard, I think he's the best player. But we obviously need De'Aaron Fox to show up every night. Um, I'm concerned about, you know, his feet or whatever is happening to him. Maybe he can sit down on Sunday. Oh, he looks but, like he's um, funny. Yeah. Yeah, that but Malik is crucial, I think, right now. He's, he's crucial to their success, their energy, their emotion. Yeah. Who do you think it is? I think it's De'Aaron. Really? De'Aaron? I mean, I, I don't, I didn't, sorry, I didn't mean to say it like yeah. that. I just, I think it's Domas. I, I think Domas is so critical to everything that they do. Yeah, I mean, I maybe, th- maybe, 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 maybe that's not the answer to. Maybe that's an answer to a different question. I Who's the most important player? De'Aaron's the best player. Domas is the most important player. Maybe those are two different right. Well, like, things that I'm thinking. He, what you're saying isn't wrong, but it's because they set it up that way, right? You know what I mean? Like they set up the offense to run through Demontis Sabonis. Yeah. So that's why he's maybe the most important. Sure, the best player, yeah, is De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, okay, he's he's the he's the team's best player, and you know maybe I'm partial to to the guards, but Malik might be number two. Malik is balling. Yeah, he's, he's unguardable. He's a playmaker. He he hits on all three levels. He is phenomenal right now. We were talking about this. It's like Olivia was saying a second ago. We were talking about this with Coach Patrick on Tuesday, though. Mm-hmm. When you when you've got that spark off the bench, man, that could 
th- that could change everything for you because not only does it ignite that second team, it, c- it could ignite that first team. Yeah. And Malik is – he's doing that on the regular now. Yeah. Yeah. And while I also think that's important is because Domas has gotten in some foul trouble. Again, some of these are sure. calls that he deserves. A lot of them are calls that he doesn't deserve. These shadow calls. Like, I don't know who was there. These ghost calls. And, um, yes, the offense runs through him. He's an amazing passer. You know, he gets beat up a lot down there. So we, he's crucial to what the Kings are doing. But when he sits down and Metu comes in, I, I feel mm. like that second unit, those folks are so important to the success of this team right now. That's what we, what we lacked last year, right? It's like turning it over to the bench and like, all right, let's hold our breath to see if we can stay within within range here to overcome this deficit. And now it's like, how much can we build? How yeah. big of a league can we add to this with these guys coming off the bench? And that energy from Malik and I think from TD together, um, Davion, of course, he's always taking on the most difficult person on the court to handle defensively. He enjoys that. I just think it's it's been that has been the key to their success thus far. The three ball, of course, from Herder, but when he's not hitting, the rest of the team continues to come in and produce. And I think Malik is the leader in that. Nah, I'm with that, man. I I understand that completely. And, you know, I ain't going to say nothing bad about my man Malik Monk. You know that. That's my my boy. That's my boy right there. We we had TD. We need to get Malik. (laughs) That's that's the next guy we need to have on the show is Malik Monk. Um, Malik Malik is my favorite as well. Malik Malik is my guy. Yes, because I I like the energy he brings. I like the rub. When he goes in to attack the basket, you know, sometimes, you know, he gets swatted away. Sometimes it's a mess. It's like, oh, that's, you're going to be on SportsCenter tonight. But that doesn't deter him from going back at it. And that's what I love. Like, he's like, all right, I hit the ground. It was a mistake. I got, you know, I might be a poster right now, but I'm getting after it. I'm not giving up tonight. It's going to happen. And I just like that grit and that grind. He tried to catch a, a Miles Turner body. Oh last my God! Night. Yeah, that was quick and <laughs> yeah. nasty. Yeah, he Ooh. did. And that's a that's a the tough fearlessness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. Love it. exactly. It's it's a tough task though. <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going, I'm gonna go at Miles Turner. That's a tough task. That's a big boy. That's one of those dudes who I saw. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, big boy. I don't. I don't think. I don't. You don't translate on TV. Like, <laughs> that dude is built different in he's person. A, he's one of those guys where you look at him like, now if I was a ball player, what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. <laughs> like, what am a, I supposed to do? Yeah. How uh, am I, I getting a shot off over this guy? Yeah, that's a bad man. That's, right. a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a bad, bad man. Um, and, and, you know, what? one, and, and I, I guess, and I don't mind doing this, just continuing to harp on Malik Monk, yeah, yeah, after the Phoenix game, he had another one of those – I'm a, look. We're fine. We're not mm. going to splinter. We're not going to separate. It's three games. It happens. But I'm gonna make sure we stay together. Kings post a picture, you know, later oh, on the social media team with him and Kevin Herter. I love that. And I picture. and I and I think that quote was below it. Yeah. The, I'm 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 I'm, I'm going to hold us together or something yeah. like that. And it's like, yo, this dude in two months, three months, or you know, however long he's been. Two months into the season, four months into his Kings, he's a he's a leader on this team. Yeah, absolutely. Like Malik Monk is a legit leader. He is, and like I said, it's, it's contagious. It's when people, when athletes, when teammates want to play for each other, they feel responsible for one one another, and they want to see each other succeed individually and collectively. It's contagious. His joy, his 
his grit, his get after it, like his ability and, and interest in and going up against the biggest guy on the court, like with no worry. I mean, he might get knocked up, might end up with another band-aid here or there, but he's like, we're doing this. And that's what the other players on the team see and want to be a part of. And, and I think that's what adds to the joy of playing for one another. Defensively, one thing that kind of stands out to me, like last night, it seemed like they did that thing. And Kennedy, Kenny, I know you're a coach, so I don't know if this is something you've likely heard about, but the whole like, as a team, it's as if you're all connected with a rubber band. Mm-hmm. And if you move to one side, you kind of move together, Every, like balls over here, the ball over there. Yeah, yeah. And it seemed like they were doing that last night. They were working as a team defensively and being effective in that way. And I think that kind of process will continue to improve as the season progresses. But being a, a leader means being able to accept failures on the court, mm-hmm. not having a hot night, maybe getting you know a ball stolen from you or missing a pass, and being able to gather yourself and keep people together. Mm-hmm. Remind them of the success that you have and keep pushing and keep going. And that's the kind of energy, again, <laughs> that Malik has. That's why I'm like, I love Malik. Yeah. King. His yeah. name means king, as Mike, <laughs> Mark Jones likes to tell us. Over and over again, he's definitely a king out there. Yeah, man. Hey, you, you know, you, you've been around me for two years now. You know, I was watching Malik, you know, ball out on Monday and then last night. You know what I was thinking. You know what I was thinking. Hey, when's the soonest we can get this man an extension? <laughs> oh, <laughs> when's, the, when's the soonest oh, we can sign him to a four-year oh, deal? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's as soon as we can make that happen? Let's go. Kenny, Kenny's got Malik. He he's got he's got Max money locked away for Malik moving forward. Like he wants to make sure. He I don't want Malik nowhere. to ever leave. Yeah. Him and De'Aaron here in Sacramento forever. I'm with you. We got whatever it takes to make him happy. Well, keep him in Sacramento. Let's figure this out. What can we do? Can't, can't lie. May have thought the same thing after Terrence Davis' second dunk. Oh, like, like Terrence Davis is back to back like alley oops like oh man was it December fifteenth? <laughs> it's gonna be wild when hey, uh, uh, Terrence Davis get an extension before Monty McNair does. Man, I'm saying look, TD a free agent. That's what TD, I mean. TD got to stay. That's what I mean. TD got to stay. Yeah, Terrence with us. Yeah. yeah. Terrence with us. I, don't th- I feel like there's so many people on the team. I'm like, I, I want you guys all to stay. Can we keep this family together for a few more years? Let's just get everything we can out of these guys. They feel, I feel like they want to give so much to the team, to the community. They, they feel so locked in. It just feels like a family. Let's don't break them up. What, what does it take? Well, I was going to say, and you know what, Damon, we've talked about this a couple of different times and it came to the forefront of my mind during the TNT game. Because I went back and watched the broadcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had talked a, a couple of different times where, you know, people would say stuff like, oh, you know, this young Kings team or whatever. And you and I would agree. You'd be like, yo, this team's not young. Like, yeah. stop saying that. Right. Well, then they, like, laid out the, the guys. And, I've you know, I've talked about this a number of times. I think Domas is, like, the oldest at, like, 26. Everybody else is like 24, 22. Yeah. It's not, they're not 19. It's not the baby kings or nothing like that. Right. But like Malik Monk, 24 years old. Yeah, but that's, that's NBA. Like Houston's young. Yeah. That team those is are the young. Big, yeah. those, those teams but, are but young. I would argue the kings are young. They're 24. Okay. Their, best, their best players are 24 and 26. Well, okay, Harrison's 30. He's not one of the best or or, or twenty nine. Don't 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 do that. You're not gonna do that today. You are not doing that today. The man had twenty two last night. You last will night. show 
that man has respect. Come on, man. I acknowledge Harrison. You know that. All I right. acknowledge him. All right. But, 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 but acknowledge I'm, me. Harrison, that's for you, big dog. You know you're my man. But, I mean, look, they've got four years before they're, a lot of them are 28 to 30 years old. That's young. Four years from now? Yeah, I mean, it, okay, okay. I'm not going to get into a debate. They're not over the baby kings. Okay, they're not the right. baby kings. Not super team, just young. They're they're the they're the teenage kings. No, it is funny though when they I look drive. at their ages. When I look <laughs> at their faces, they don't, year. <laughs> they don't seem super young looking to me. And then I see those ages. I'm like, oh, I could be everybody's mom. I'm the old auntie or something to all these people. Yeah, that's not a game you want to play. Like, that's, that's, that's not a game. That's not a game you want to play where you look at athletes and go, man, I, I, it could be my son. That could be my. Yeah, you don't want to do that because we're all. We're, it's a we're sad at that thing. Age. They all stay the same age, but I keep getting older. How yeah. does this? How does this work? That's, that's but you know what happens is we've we've known these guys for so long now. Yeah. So long. It feels like De'Aaron and Malik. De'Aaron like has li- literally grown up in front of us. <laughs> right. Like the man is married with a kid coming. Right. It feels like it feels like they're 28, 29 years old. These guys are 23, 24 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Teenage well, that's teams. what I think is so remarkable about about young athletes like in general. Like we expect so much from them. Um, right away. To be. Yeah, they're, they're adults now. They're making millions. They need to perform a certain way. They, In addition to being professional athletes, they need to have their foundations. What are they doing for the community? Why aren't they curing these things? Why are they tweeting this stuff? They should know better. Like They're 23. They're 24. What were you doing at that age? Um, probably not anything near what they are and what, are they, what they're expected to do. Um, but yeah, like the fact that they're so young and there's so much room for growth, that's the other reason why like, you just want to lock these guys in and see what they can do. Man. It's going to be fun. We pop off on Twitter. No one cares. Lamar Jackson pops off on Twitter. It's like Sports Center headline story. <laughs> um, oh, man. How did you. They, they, we haven't talked. I, I guess we did. How did you think they looked defensively last night? I thought I saw some improvement there. And here's the thing what's challenging for me is like, you know, when they win by so much, mm-hmm. it's like, yes, they're doing everything great. Like, well, right. how many points are they giving up actually? Are, are they improving? And I, I, I feel like they did, looking at Will Z's stats, I do think they made some improvement last night. They jumped a couple of ranking spots with their defensive effort. Um, but it also did seem like they were limiting second chance points. They didn't have a lot of fast break points against them. So they were getting out and um, again, working collectively as a team. There are individuals of course that were, are standing out in certain instances and plays, but um, I am still a fan of, of Mike Brown blowing the whistle or calling for a timeout, yeah. I should say, yeah. and trying to correct. I know Kenny, I saw that. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I'm kind of sick of that. I like so it. Loud. Shut it down right away. Let's remind ourselves of the game plan and play the way we're supposed to play. I'm with you. So as often as they need it, I'm for it. Um, and last night I they clearly didn't need that correction too many times. Um, so only I'm, 50 I'm seconds into the game. Time. Mike got his point across 50 <laughs> seconds into the game. All right, we're doing this. It's like four to one, like timeout. <laughs> it's three to one timeout. And, and I'll, I'll say this. Well, part, part of my frustration with that is just as a viewer. Right, like I'm watching the game. All right, game's going. Let's go. What the timeout, bro? I just got here. I'm, I'm all. You didn't ask us to stand up and get loud, louder, louder. I'm ready to go. And now, 40 seconds in, I gotta wait for the game to start again. Start over. Oh, it's like interval training. Let your heart rate come down. You gotta bring it back up. Come on, man. Fan participation. Oh, I love that. So, so part of it is that. The other part is 
which isn't an issue because I don't want them to start taking that for granted and tune that out. And that hasn't seemed to be the case. Like, they respond to it. They play well out of those timeouts. And that's really all that matters. As long as the team is still good with it and they're still uh, responsive to it, it's all that matters. And that's what seems to be the case. Yeah, I feel like as soon as they have that timeout, they're like, oh, yes, what what am I doing? You saw it quickly. Correct me quickly. It will stay in my mind the rest of the game as a result of that early timeout. This is what I'm imagining is going on in their mind. Hmm. And they don't – it doesn't seem like they need to be corrected again. Um, and I, that's what I, I like about Mike Brown in general. I, I, I think he's got these guys dialed in, but also he's got them dialed in in a way where they're okay with being really coached mm-hmm. and held accountable. It doesn't matter if 30 seconds have gone off the clock. It doesn't matter if we're a minute or two into the first quarter. We've got a game plan. We're responsible for one another, executing the way that we've already talked about. It doesn't matter how great the uh, national anthem was or if 50 Cent is sitting by the courtside and you're all distracted. We just like, nah, let's remember what we're here to do and, and, um, and reel it in in a way if necessary. And I think it's helpful for creating good habits. I'm sure you guys talked about it, but I I hadn't been around that moment on Monday with Terrence Davis was phenomenal. Oh, it was incredible. Oh, so good. Great stuff. It was so good. To see all that stuff play out in real time. Yeah. So good. That was great. Yeah. That, that was so good. And kicking. God bless Keegan had that what had happened look on his face <laughs> when Mike pulled him aside because that's that's what Mike does. Mike will call the timeout and he'll go straight for the because uh, I when I rewatched the game this morning I was trying to I I'm still I'm not quite clear what happened on that possession that he was really upset about. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't want to say he was upset about, but that made him call the timeout and he he pulled Keegan over and Keegan, God bless him, he has the same facial expression no matter what. He just. <laughs> Deadpan was I. What had happened was is Craig and him was over here, and I, I I'm not sure. By the way, uh, uh, Maybach, oh, to piggyback off your point with exact numbers, fast break points, thirty-one to eight. Ooh. <laughs> so to, Ooh. feeling like it didn't feel like the Pacers had very many. Your assessment was correct. Mm. Thirty-one to eight uh, were the fast break point differential last night. Uh, Fifteen to ten second chance points and in favor of the Kings and points in the paint were even at 56 apiece. Mm. So those are, Oh, it was clear to me that like, I didn't look yeah, at one those of my favorite great numbers. numbers. I, I didn't look at my favorite number. Uh Oh, 28 assists. Last I was about night. to say it had to be 27 or 28 more. assists. Yeah. I think they had 32 nice. versus Phoenix, which is wild. They played pretty well against yeah, Phoenix. They really did. Yeah. They that's did. just, that's just the game. That's, I that's think just... that's why it hurt to lose. It was like, you would, those ones are tough. Like when you're right there against a really, really good team, and you you can't get it. Yeah. Like you just can't you can't get over that hump. That was that was that was or just get that game. offensive like, rebound. That's the game. Like you lose games sometimes, and you don't have to do a whole lot wrong. Sometimes the other team steps their game up, or it happens. I thought they played well on Monday. We prefer not. Well, to that's what I've said. I've said a number of times on this show. I feel like those close games, those are the daggers to the heart. When you're just a couple of bounces away, a couple of free throws made away from a win, like that stuff is the stuff. When you get blown out, just you're, you're blown out. Yeah. Um, and luckily, they haven't really experienced that this season. But those close ones are tough, and that's why it's really important when you're playing teams where you know you should get the win. When their stars are sitting, people are hurt, whatever. Like go in. Make a statement, get that win. So you have that emotional energy, you have that physical energy to take on tough teams like Phoenix and make it a real game. And hopefully get a win. Yeah. 
Maybach O, follow her on social media, The Game Last Night Cap, where she recaps Kings games, all things uh, in sports. Uh, follow her across the various social media platforms. Maybach O, we appreciate you. Deuce and Moe, join us next here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Zillo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on the Odyssey app, 1320 AM as well, 98.5 FM HD2 for those with electric vehicles or HD rides. We welcome those on YouTube.com. Such a nice sound. It's so, it, is, it is a difference. It is crisp. I didn't, I didn't know that until I actually listened to it. Yeah, it's, it's different. Uh, we appreciate those uh, out there being with us. We appreciate Do Some More for being with us. Do Some More of NBC Sports California. Do Some More Podcast. I, I want to say this. I'm going to sing the praises of Morgan Reagan a lot today because I got to sit next to her and actually experience the basketball game with her last night. Nice. However. The security let you let you that close. Huh? They did. They did. Okay. They did. They did. Sarah vouched for me. That's the only way I, I was you. able so to they sit in move that row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. it. Um, I was watching Night Chat this morning, and I'd just i I'd like to point out for those who listen to the podcast or who are watching Do Some Mo, I was there. I witnessed – Deuce Mason motivating Davion Mitchell before the game. <laughs> Thank you. I was there. Oh. Thank you. I forgot you were right there. I was. Big I was right there. Big ups. Now, now, no. now. I, 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 I man, Deuce. They, they called out. You know, uh, Davion's name. Say, say hello to Davion, and and Deuce said something about let's go, man, off night. And this is what happened in my head. Morgan rolled her eyes at Deuce. <laughs> and I looked over to see Davion. And Davion looked over at Deuce in slow motion and nodded his head. <laughs> That's what I saw. There might have been one, like, tear down That's his eye. Like, about, That's Deuce. my that's my quarterback-type T.O. tear down Davion's. I'm not positive about that part. But yeah. I was there when Deuce did it. I that's saw what it. I'm talking about, Deuce. I saw that's, it. That's what I'm talking Get these boys so th- ready. Hey, thank you, Deuce. Uh, I, and I, I didn't say it with a smile. It was no. dead serious. Yeah, he yeah, knew. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. we need an off night tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Davion knew. It was, it was business time. Worst way we could have started this hey, show. Man. I just want to give my worst. man credit. I, I saw it. I was there. Hey, the two, the two no, people respect. we always got to thank, at Nani and at Deuce Mason. There That's you it. go. Oh, yep. my God. Well, and if you guys don't mind, oh. it's time. We're, we're back, baby. Oh, we're back. Let's go. Let's go get on your feet. Buddy Hill, can you do some for me? Clanking shots, get boost from everybody. JJ, can you do some for me? Talking about practice. What you saying, homie? <laughs> Sacramento, can you do some for me? We want playoffs. Give it to a shoddy. Light the beam. Light the beam. Light the beam. Hey. Hey. Let's go. Let's Too go. far back, baby. Let's go. Hey, can you do something? That oh, is babe. amazing. Don't ig- ignore go. that. Ignore that. Let's that, go. Is, that is fantastic. Let's go. More, hey, man, it, it called for more Deuce Bars. It called for Deuce Bars today. They've been calling Call. for him. Yeah. I got excited with Kenny back today. The yeah. Kings won. I'm feeling good. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this right now. That's what I'm talking about. Could this wow. show have started any worse for you, Morgan? <laughs> yeah, no. Strokes, deuce singing, um, and deuce compliments. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty bad, you've had a You've had a, a traumatic 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need a vacation. Oh, hey, my goodness So, so look, let me ask both of you guys this. I mean, because we got deuce bars. We had Drake bars. The energy's crazy right now. I think a lot of the reason why the energy is crazy 
it's because we all wanted that game last night. Am I correct? Mm. Like we wanted the Pacers game. We, you know, indirectly, Tyrese may catch something because of it, but you know, a lot of people been talking crazy about the Kings and this trade and all this other stuff. And now the records are there, and Indiana's record is good, and going head up. And I think that has a lot to do with all this energy coming out where we wanted this game. Am I I accurate with that, Deuce? Uh, Yeah, I I was talking to Morgan before the Suns and Pacers game. I'm like, if you had to choose to win one game, I think you choose to win the Pacers game, right? Because could you imagine today had the Pacers won, Tyrese had a big game. We don't need to imagine No, we don't have to. And it was great. And I told Morgan... After the Suns night chat, what did uh-huh. I tell you? I said it wasn't a prediction. It was a spoiler. Mm. The Kings are beating the Pacers. Oh, yeah. And he me- you mentioned Kenny, too. Yeah, because last time I said that was with the Warriors game. Right. Kenny and I that's were right. on the same page, yeah, and that's, that's what happened. Um, no, in all honesty, yeah, I think everyone needed it. And it's the way it went down. Mm. It's how the Kings played. Sabonis coming out with force. They played a beautiful brand of basketball. And Golden One Center has never been this loud Mm. like this is the most energy that Mm. building has ever had and i'm just gonna be honest it just like one of those it's it shouldn't be the moment to to shut toxic people up (laughs) but it really did shut up some yappy toxic tyrese halliburton people up and i love the heck out of Tyrese Halliburton as a person, his game. I I root for him. I'm probably the only one here that like roots for his. Well, no, no. When I say that, even even when it is the Sacramento Kings, I was like, oh, I don't want him to have a bad game. I just don't want him to have a game winning shot. You know, yeah. like I feel for him truly on a different level, whatever. But then there's just so many people that wanted to be out there after the trade national people and people around here that just wanted to be so evil, so mean, so weird about it. And it shouldn't be the thing that shuts them up a little bit, but it just does for mm. a quick second. And I needed that in my life. <laughs> and it felt like they wanted it. I mean, I, I, I was telling uh, Kenny this earlier. I love the way that Harrison responded, you know, the day before mm. talking about that game where he's like, yeah, it's a big game. And I think you guys saw the same thing uh, I did in the – you were probably with them, the, the Tyrese and Buddy shootarounds where – Tyrese, you could see them both trying to say the right things, and and they did, but their faces were telling an entirely different story. <laughs> like Tyrese was clearly nervous about last night's game, buddy. I'm not really sure about Ty- Tyrese was, and uh, I think when you try to convince yourself, no, it's just another game, it's just basketball, you're worse off than doing what Harrison did. Where, yeah, we know this is a big deal, mm-hmm. uh, and. We don't really know how the crowd's going to react. We know how they just reacted. We have no idea how they're going to react. But we got to get out there and we got to get this win. And I wasn't surprised to see Harrison Harrison's performance last night, given the way he was talking, you know, the day before the game. Yeah, and then with, with Tyrese, the, talk about all the distractions. I mean, you're, I think it's so much harder to be the person that's going back, right? Like, For Sabonis sure. taking on your former team when there's, like, four guys left over. You're in Sacramento. It's not that big of a deal. I'm sure there's. it's cool to see some old friends. But for Tyrese, it's not just, like, old teammates and coaches. It's fans, people he met here. It's yeah. family. It's media. Everybody was going up to him before the game. Right? Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's hard to lock in, yeah. you know, when you, you've kind of got those distractions. We were talking about that when we were watching from the baseline. We went back out there, Damien, and we were watching where he was going and what he was doing. Every 
damn person, even people that want to pretend they had a relationship with him were coming up to him to say what's up. And that's, I told Deuce, I was like, I'm not saying hi to him until if I see him after the game because it because it was like this is work time and it's the same thing that I feel sometimes like even when we're all watching a game up there and it's like people just go hey can you like come say hi and it's like no no the game is actually being played like it's part of the work right and so for Halliburton that's part of the work is right there getting ready warming up for the game. I don't know. I think he was a little taken out of his routine. He's an emotional guy, too, and mm-hmm. it just it did throw him off, and it was a good thing for the Kings. His walk-up into the arena was really weird, too. He was moving <laughs> in, like, slow motion. Like, they're, they're really bringing back the baggy pants. He was yeah, in all black. They yeah. were filming him. And it, was, it, was, it, it looked totally not natural. Yeah. Well, well I love he came in trying to walk like a heel and then it was like the perfect time because it was all of us, yeah. Mark Jones walking yeah. through and we were all like, oh. oh, I was like, what are you wearing? And then like, he's like laughing. Everyone's kind of giving him crap and he cracks a smile. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. And dude, King's defense last night on him was fantastic. You know, like Dave, you know, some of the clips I saw that were tweeted out after the game, I'm like, how Davion defended every person on a possession. And who ended up in a miss? That guy's been insane. Nah, man. And see, and this is this is where I go a different way from my girl Morgan Reagan because last uh-huh. night when Davion got one on one with Tyrese, I was like, lock that up, lock that yep. up. That's what I want to see. And he locked him up. I feel and that, I was like, Kenny. Yeah. No. <laughs> Kenny, I have to let you know. Like, there's not a single ounce of me that feels remotely bad for him when he's out there on the court getting when when De'Aaron Fox just cooked and he just had that little shimmy and oh. just made that little jumper no, no, no. on Tyrese Auburn. Can, can we talk about that play for a second? Yeah, because yeah. I got a question awesome to ask plays. you guys about that too. That was nasty. Fox has the ball. Metu comes over to set the screen, waves him off. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. Metu, I got this. Get out. And then he puts that move mm. on him, uh, shakes him, hits mm. that fall away, and he, you know, he felt he loved every second. Hey. My point is, Kenny, I loved those moments too. I have I, to. I admit. feel you. I feel I got to ask all you guys because we've, we've seen every play of uh, De'Aaron Fox's career. I think that's the top five play I've ever seen from him. That oh, was uh, filthy. Yes. yes. That was filthy. And it was unexpected. Nobody was expecting him to hit him with a dream shake, <laughs> Jordan fall away. That was nasty. <laughs> He's so on a quiet. different level, and even even when he looks a little bit beat up, because you look at the beginning yeah. of that game, and it's like, okay, he's not coming out with that that explosive first step that he usually has. But what I love is that he didn't have to rely on that explosive first step because his skill set has has taken a leap this season, and he's mm-hmm. able to do things like we just saw. Um, with that play and then other mid-range shots, he can get to his spots and just not have to go to the rack every time and go downhill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.